On this episode, we talk with Carrie Martinez about the Women and Girls in AV study that's now open to the public until Friday, March 13th. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. You're listening to the AV Nation Wavecast. And let's make history, women in AV. Welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us for the AV Nation Wavecast, the industry's only woman-focused podcast that discusses all things that matter to women, gender equality, and how we can improve and encourage uh, you know, more women to join us in pursuing careers in tech. And on that note, I'm really thrilled for our guest who's joining us today. We have with us the fabulous Carrie Martinez. Hi, Carrie. How are you? Hi, I'm doing well. Great. Carrie Martinez, or the Beyonce of AV, as I like to call her. <laughs> cool. Carrie is um, a really fantastic for everybody watching. Like, Carrie is, I mean, you have got to watch this girl, watch where she goes, watch what she does, because um, she is going to be a star. And, Chances are you won't have to watch because you're going to just see her everywhere. Um, we're really excited, you know, to introduce um, Carrie to the AV industry and then also what our collaboration is that, you know, we've been doing together. So Carrie, go ahead. Tell us about you. Okay. So I graduated uh, Cal State LA in 2019 with my bachelor's in communication and I graduated with honors. <laughs> um, and I started uh, my AV road in about uh, 2018. Yeah, 2018. And I currently work at uh, Water Life uh, Community Church in Fontana, California. And I'm an AV tech there. And I work at uh, Fox Theater in Riverside. So. Excellent. Yeah, I mean that's just the that's just the start. You're being modest about yourself, but we'll get into that. Um, what do you like about technology? Uh, you know, I mean, sort of like, you know, what are the things that like that excites you about doing it? Why did you choose a, a career in uh, technology? Okay, so I really like using my head and like my brain, and I really like challenging myself. So, and I've always been that type of person to uh, really explore ideas and really do the stuff that nobody wants to do. So it's a really fun uh, industry, but studying for it is, makes you want to quit sometimes, well, at least me. But um, I really like that about it. And I just like doing things that is not very normal for, um, you know, for a lot of people to do. So it, that really draws me into it. And I just love the the, things that you can do with technology. As for this case, like with AV, it's a communication media, so media. Excellent. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that interests me, uh, you know, when you talk about doing things that not necessarily a lot of people do, um, did you have mentors? Were there people that sort of like, you know, have encouraged you and sort of guided you on on this path to, you know, to really taking on some of these challenges other people might not be? you know, so bold as to. <laughs> yeah, so, well, kind of. Okay, 
I love this. So I had a music teacher who was in, the, who is in the music industry and she brought me to um, a studio with her. And that's when I first kind of saw like the tech side of all the glam. And she influenced me somewhat into doing that so I can help people like her because she helped me so much. And then when I started volunteering at my church, uh, I saw the board and I was like, oh, this is going to be easy. I, I seen it before. And then it wasn't easy, but I really liked, again, I really liked the challenge of how different studio is from Life Sound. So the people who started training me at the church were so nice to me and adopted this little orphan girl. <laughs> and um, they, yeah, all of them, they're very much uh, established in the industry also. Um, and the fact that they brought me, and they're all dudes too. So the fact that they brought in this little, um, what, 19, 20-year-old girl when I first started, um, it was really cool. So they really influenced me and they were, they were like, they are my mentors still. They're the ones that really help push me and uh, teach me, which they still teach me now. They are very supportive of what I'm doing now and they can't believe it. Well, they can because I'm very I'm ambitious and they know that because I always bug them and I was like, teach me, teach me. And they're like, okay, we will. <laughs> um, so yeah, those, I think those right now are my main mentors and I have, a new one. I have two new ones. I'm so excited, like really established ones. So it's um, my friend Debbie. She's actually my supervisor at uh, Water of Life, and she's so great. And I actually have you. So oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that's fantastic. I really love that. You know, it's so interesting because much like um, you know, a lot of especially like women and, and young women, it's it's really great that you know you were embraced by people that were willing to give you a chance you know and and saw the talent in you um, because you know it's easy to um, you know to help people that are so willing to help themselves and want to learn and want to grow and you as as a person at such a young age you know to to be so excited to be so ambitious and genuinely to be talented um, at such an advanced level, um, it's really great. So that's when I say, you know, for our viewers, uh, follow follow her. We'll get to her details later, but definitely uh, follow her. So that sort of brings us like to turn around um, about, you know, sort of how we were able to connect and collaborate. Mm -hmm. So one of the really great things I'd really love for you to share about us is that, you know, during the holidays last year, I got this message, um, a DM on Twitter from this young, talented, ambitious girl named Carrie Martinez. And she asked, you know, women in AV if we could share her survey uh, about women and girls' lifestyle choices. So tell us about that survey, because that was something that, you know, you like it really, truly brilliant, you know, how you conceptualize that, how you, you know, really put the work behind it. And I don't think a lot of people may understand legitimately how much work goes into what it was that you did. So tell us about, you know, your women's and girls lifestyle choice study. Okay. Oh, I love this. Okay. So I was in a period of waiting when this when I started messaging you so I just had to stop you know I want to do something I don't want to waste time while waiting for what's next so I was like I want to use my my uh, major or my degree 
so I was like, you know, I want to start, you know, something that I wouldn't be comfortable with. So I started a survey to see who were uh, the girls out there and if there were any other girls out there who were just like me, um, like the fluffy and the pink, but still willing to work and put in that uh, elbow grease. <laughs> so I created the survey just to see if, again, if there were other girls who struggled with, um, you know, work-life balance, because it's a lot of work in order to try to establish yourself. At least that's what I thought, I think. Um, so I created this survey and I posted it all over social media. And I really did not expect anyone to respond because they were like, who is this girl? And I posted it and here we are. But yeah, the whole premise of this was just to see if there were other girls like me out there who just struggle with uh, work-life balance and just to see if there were other girls out there who liked face masks. So, <laughs> and if there yeah, are, if you're, yeah, and if there were, I would want to meet these people, not just because of the face masks, but like, you know, audio and uh, just to connect and try to be resources to others. But again, like it doesn't hurt to just relax and just chill. <laughs> So did you find any other girls out there? Yes. Um, I haven't met them yet, though, unfortunately, just because of schedules. But um, there were other girls based off the responses um, from the survey. There were so many girls who were like me. And instead of just seeing them as numbers, by reading the responses that they sent me, I, it really turned them into people. And I connected with those people. And it was really great. And that's what I hope to get out of this next survey. That's excellent. So that's really interesting to me because, you know, that's sort of how we got here and, you know, really what we're here to discuss about and what we want our viewers to join us in, you know, mm -hmm. you're reaching out to share about that survey led us to create the women in AV and girls in AV survey. And up until this point, our industry hasn't undertaken um, really, you know, a demographic to find out you know, who exactly are the women in Navy? Uh, and the, there's so many reasons why that's important to us to know. Um, I tried it once in 2013. I didn't get nearly the kind of excitement and response that you have because of your energy and, and everything that you bring to, to the table. I'm really excited about it. Um, but it's really interesting because without this type of information, we really can't create effective professional development. So there's the idea of, I really love from your perspective, of you know, using surveys to uh, find out common interests, to find out what makes us unique and connecting with people. And then there's also sort of that really like legitimate um, professional side of it is that we don't need numbers to know women are underrepresented, but we really don't know who we are. And until we know, sort of like what that picture and vision of a woman in AV looks like, you know, we really can't find effective, you know, um, programs of inclusion, you know, focus on the specific barriers that women have. So tell us now about what the Women and Girls in AV study is about. I'm so excited. So, um, yes, so we, the survey is about trying to find out who the women and girls in AV are. and you know, just some basic things about them that are not so basic, though. Um, it's very important. And it's just, it's about also, like, the whole thing, I think the whole picture is 
trying to find out again, like who the women and girls are, but the finding that, uh, that accurate number of represent or the accurate number, um, of women and girls to really represent that, that really represent the industry and like who they are. And uh, again, like what you said, like putting a face to, um, the women and, and girls in the industry. And I don't think there's a lot of that. Like we see a lot of, uh, you know, women and girls in AV, like on just Facebook groups, they have to have Facebook groups in order to be uh, connected with each other. But hopefully this survey can help um, really give that platform to the women and girls rather than just, you know, the Facebook group. It's like, it will go out there and, you know, really show other companies and people like who they are. Exactly. And I'm, oh, I'm by the way, I'm really excited to collaborate with this because like the amount, like you mentioned before, the amount of work that went into it, like I didn't have anyone, I didn't know anything. Um, so I created everything by myself, literally everything. Um, but I can't take all the credit because everyone helped me spread the word. So, and especially you and just everyone. So I really appreciate that. And the fact that I don't have to do everything this time is really helpful. <laughs> right. Yes, and you know, it's a, so interesting because, you know, that's one, one of the things when you talk about like putting a, a sort of a face to a name and, um, you know, really um, what the whole mission of the Women in AV is about is living and breathing, you know, creating opportunities for women, young women like yourself to do something really meaningful on a professional level. Um, yeah, so, you know, being able to, to do a first press release, you know, um, but like just learning sort of those types of things and having that experience at your, at your age, I hope will, you know, really get you off to a lead start. And that actually brings up something for me. Tell us about some of the professional things that you've been able to do since actually we've published this survey and, you know, you've gotten your name out there with your first survey and things like that. So what are some of the really, and, and I, this is very valuable, I think, to other young women to really hear about how important it is to get involved in, you know, groups like women in AV and just to put themselves out there because when you do, great things happen. So what are some of the great things that have, like, really come your way? Oh, okay. Um, where do I even start? So I got a job. <laughs> uh, I mean, doing the survey necessarily didn't really help me. It just helped establish that more professionalism um but um what else i spoke at uh an avixa women's event council meeting about my first survey and they um let me speak about this upcoming one that we have and that was really cool because the fact that it was in front of a whole bunch of very important women and i was just there like <laughs> um, it was really a great opportunity for me to do that and gave me that. And it's funny because that was actually my first speech and presentation since graduating. So that was, that was a way to kick off my career. Um, but yeah, I spoke at an Avixa meeting and, uh, I had lunch. Me, I had lunch with a professional because they want to know more about me and my projects, which is really cool because, and they're trying to help me and uh, spread this survey, so which is really cool. And uh, what else? 
I'm having more opportunities to meet up with people and, you know, hopefully establish more connections and in order to build up my professional uh, resume and reputation. So yeah, a lot of, if, if you were to tell me what is happening now, like just three months ago, four months ago, I would have been like, (laughs) (laughs) me, no. And now I know what people like, mean when they're like if you would have told me this you know what were to happen this uh how many years ago you know i would have said no you're lying i really know what they're saying now because let me tell you you're a busy woman yeah yeah i now have to use google calendars to keep up with my life <laughs> you've made it <laughs> i upgraded from sticky notes okay no i still use sticky notes but i have to I have to rely on Google calendars now because I'm like, oh, I have lunch with who this week? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. That's really, that's really, that's such a beautiful thing. And, you know, one of the things um, that's um, really been a, a wonderful opportunity and experience just for myself being able to work with you is um, having a, an opportunity to be able to have the discussions that you and I have had Uh, you know, things like going out to meetings with professionals, you know, sort of being able to like prepare and, you know, and, and talk about sort of what are the, some of the things that you can expect, you know, like, you know, being able to, you know, have answer questions for you, um, you know, and like review your presentation, you know, things like that is, it's just, it's been really meaningful um, for me. And I think, you know, one of the things that I want to encourage other veteran women in the industry is is to ha- is to find ways to make the same kinds of connections that you and I have had um, and have been able to create because you know it's like that's just like building the future women of AV and you know the professionals and you know but also you know being able to sort of not just like throw you out there. <laughs> yeah. Can I say one thing? One other thing. Because, okay, so my mom wasn't really on board with me doing audio at first. And she was like, um, no, how are you going to do that? That's not a real career. She thinks being a doctor or a lawyer is like the epitome of being American. Um, But I was like, no, mom, I want to do audio and I really like it. And she's, she wasn't on board with that at first. But ever since I started the study, the, my first one, and she noticed the type of traction it got. And then when she found out I was working with women in AV and uh, speaking at events, my mom was like, okay. I'll believe her. I'm on believe. Now my mom is completely, completely on my, she's my number one fan. She's my momager. She's everything that you want a mom to be. And, and she was before, but even more so now like she even went with me to uh to that presentation I did for Avix's uh women's council she was there just you're doing great sweetie and that's <laughs> oh, so great now that's really that's real that that to me is one of the most beautiful things of everything is um that you have your mom who is you know really interested and engaged and somebody that's you know watching out for you um, because, you know, those are, those are some of the really important key things that, you know, when I say like sort of throwing young women out there, I really take that to heart 
because, you know, being in a professional environment is a little bit different than sort of, you know, any other um, experience that you've had. And so having someone like your mom, like go to the events with you, I like, I just absolutely love that because, you know, it makes such a difference when you have somebody older, somebody wiser, you know, somebody that's, that, that cares. And, you know, so it's that your mom's the best. Yeah. My mom wants to go to Infocom too, but probably not for the same reasons that I want to go. <laughs> that's fantastic so great so you know let's like let's just talk like for our viewers like some like let's hit some of the other um key things that we want to accomplish um out of the women and girls in av study because you know we ask about the demographics and we ask about the seniority but you know we really took time and spent time coming up with the questions that we asked and i you know i think that that's really important about like whether or not you know, surveys can be successful, you really got to sort of find the right question to ask. Um, and one of the things that I thought, you know, as an example, was we ask people about how they got into the industry. And just generally speaking within, you know, the any gender within our industry, we usually have some really like interesting, you know, uh, stories and like really fascinating ways, because there is at this point in time, still no sort of co collegiate curriculum there's no AV degree um, so you know I really value that you know we ask the question how did you get into the industry was it a friend you know was it do you have a family-owned business you know did you fall into it did you have training because again when we talk about sort of what we want to accomplish out of that being able to understand specifically how women came into the industry will help us be able to know which paths as an industry we need to take and focus on encouraging more women. So uh, there's some, like what you had the questions about like um, technology, like technology. So, you know, was it an art? Was it creative? Tell us like, you know, about that question that, that we asked that you really liked. The, whether it's, uh, whether you like it for the technology or the creative art. Right. Okay. Yeah. I really like that one because for me, I see audio as, um, or AV, as a way as uh, to communicate. And the way you communicate, you know, you need a medium and you need your content. So it's the technical side and the art side. And being in communication, that was also a very big thing. It, it's communication a science or is it an art? And I was like, well, it's both. You know, you need to have your personality, you need to have your content, you need to have um a source to communicate and the fact that it's both and you can make it any way you want as long as it's effective <laughs> um and with av and with me uh, with live sound uh it really is a tech and an art it's you have to learn the technology and you need to learn how to make it sound good because you could learn how to flip a fader on but if you don't know how to balance them it's going to sound like poop <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Well, and and it is so interesting because you know that the, what I love about our industry is that there are so many different reasons that people actually do like it. Because when you talk about sort of the art, um, it's kind of interesting to say like, well, what is art to some people? Because they might not necessarily feel that same sort of like you know, passion about like balancing sound and having yeah. like, you know, having rooms like, you know, but they have a passion um, about really wiring racks, 
you know? So it's like, so when we ask the question, is it the technology or is it the art or maybe it's both, but yes, like, especially, you know, a lot of people really love like just being able to put like hardware together, put wires together, see like lights. And so there's this, I'm really interested to see what our results are when it comes to actually women, like, you know, do, yeah. do they like the technology or do they like the art? Because, you know, sort of I, my experience, you know, um, one of the things that's really attractive to women about the AV industry is in fact, like the communication, the ability to be able to use technology to communicate, to have the experience, you know, to, to help customers, you know, be able to do things that they didn't necessarily, they weren't necessarily able to do without X product. Um, but then there are also, and I'm really excited, you know, women like yourself who, you know, really enjoy, you know, understanding exactly like how to work a mixer, you know, and like being able to use those technical buttons. So, you know, really hope that like some of the questions that we've asked in the survey, you know, will help us to sort of really identify and sort of uncover sort of some of these things we all share in common. And then some of the things that make us, uh, are unique. So that's really great. I'm excited. <laughs> so tell us, this, you know, what are some key dates that are coming up that people should know about the study? So we're looking for 500 women. I know they're out there. We know they're out there. At least 500. Yes. But tell yes. us about some key dates and, and things that are coming up. So we may have a surprise. We may or may not. Um, but March 13th, Friday, Friday the 13th. Um, that is yeah, lucky day. yes. Um, that is when the deadline is to uh, participate, and you want to get your uh, participating pants on by then. So, um, yes, uh, Friday the thirteenth uh, is the last day, and in April is um, that's when the results will be out. And those right now are the two most important things. What I could come up with. Do you have anything else that I'm missing? <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, so, you know, exactly. So the deadline's Friday the 13th. Make it lucky, ladies. You know, take the survey beforehand. You can go to www.thecarrymartinez.com to find it. Um, it's right there. Like, you'll, you'll have a, a, something that says click to participate. Um, you can go to www.womeninav.com. Um, there's also a link on there that you can participate. But please, definitely join us between, before Friday the 13th. Like you mentioned, we're going to have the surveys that will be out about late April um, 2020. So it'll, I mean, I'm just, that's one of my like ex most exciting things is to sort of see like what, what the results are. But then from there, um, you know, come like in May and June and like in Infocom, one of the most important things about doing this survey is that it will create a whole opportunity of new conversations to have. And so that's one of the things that I'm really excited you know, looking forward over the, the couple of months and, and being able to, you know, at Infocom and things like that, you know, sort of like talk to other people about our survey and, you know, and get the feedback about people and then really take sort of that next step and like saying, okay, well, now we know this. So what are we going to do about it? What are our next action items to be able to identify the things that we've uncovered? So that, I mean, that's going to be ongoing. That's going to be, you know, uh, definitely like stay tuned and things like that. So, yeah. um, but yeah. Friday the 13th, March 13th, next Friday, please participate, www.thecarrymartinez.com or the 
www.womeninav.com. You can find the survey there. Late April 2020, we'll have the results and then, you know, definitely we'll create new conversations uh, from there. Um, what is your message? You know, just to, to wrap up, what is your message to young women who want to be like yourself? And what is also, you know, something that you feel the industry can do to encourage more young women and youth in general to get involved and pursue careers in technology? Well, I would say if you really want it and you really are interested in it, because I had no connections whatsoever. I mean, I did somewhat, but it wasn't like anything to where it is now. But I mean, I had connections as to helping me learn things. But um, if you really want to get out there, I would suggest just putting yourself out there and doing what you can to um, get the help that you want and need. And again, use social media to your advantage. Um, and use the internet as your advantage because you can learn a lot there. Um, and just try connecting with people, Facebook groups, um, again, social media. Uh, just connect with as many people as you can and just help other girls that um, are struggling too um, or want to learn. So if, just pass on your information, um, just help. And yeah, and to veterans too, like give that, maybe give an opportunity to little, little grasshoppers like me. <laughs> so um, yeah, and I think just being able to give someone a platform or share a platform or just offer knowledge to young girls, I think it'd be really helpful. I mean, I'm a, I'm a success, I mean, not success, but like success case, as in like having a, a veteran help someone young. And I have so much to learn still. So by no means, you know, I'm not like Einstein, but I, I do want to work my way up to learning as much as I can. I think I'm very ambitious. Also be ambitious, be, be ambitious and like, don't take no for an answer. And if you do take no, use, use that to fail forward. So don't be, uh, don't let that discourage you from going on. And um, I would say something from what I've learned or like from what I've been told um, from my other mentors, like, you know, like protect yourself. Um, yeah, protect yourself and, and get, yeah, just don't be discouraged. Cause I've had a couple no's already <laughs> and it really hurt. Um, but just let that be a driving force for you to be better than what they think you can do. Awesome. That's really, really great advice. And yeah, I really love that, especially about the fact of you're saying to, to young girls, um, don't be discouraged. You know, you're going to get, you're going to get no sometimes. Everybody in life, I mean, you know, you could be 22, you could be 52 and you're going to get a no, you know, yeah. so don't let that, like use that as an opportunity to, to figure out what it is you can do different in the future so that you, you turn that no, you know, into a yes. Um, and, and you know, questions. and ask questions, ask questions. Definitely. Don't be afraid to ask questions, raise your hand. You know, and yeah, ask the question that, that you don't want to because at least eight other people in the room are thinking it and they just don't want to either. So definitely ask those questions. And then yeah. the one other thing that, that, um, that I would say to, to young girls is, and just women in general, because we tend to um, 
accept a lot of things and you know uh, that come our way but it's okay to be low maintenance but you're always first class right it's cool to be low maintenance but you're always first class and especially for like young women you know should should feel that um, don't don't think that just because you're young that you know you're somehow not able to offer something that and that no matter who how old or, or seasoned somebody is you offer something that other people don't mm -hmm. so believe in yourself definitely i love it yeah. i'm so proud of you i'm so proud of you i'm so excited for you mm -hmm. um this i mean this is just the genuinely just the start of you know anything that you put your mind to and everything that you want to do will be a huge success because of your attitude and because of you know the values that you have and you have your mom and and you and you have us and you have you know all sorts of other people i think that that's that's really something beautiful that i've taken away from all of this is um you know the community of people around you that support you that encourage you that give you those opportunities i'm really excited i got my shades for your bright future indeed <laughs> yeah perfect so thank you so much thank you carrie martinez yes thank for you. joining us on this episode of the wavecast again you know we're undertaking the av industry's first demographic study so that we can accurately capture a baseline of who exactly are the women in av which will allow us to create effective and specific specific professional development programs and inclusion um, you know initiatives that will be towards the barriers you know that females actually face so we're really excited about doing this um, you can find the survey key deadline participate before march friday march 13th we're looking for 500 women you can find the survey www.thecarriemartinez.com or www.womeninav.com. And Carrie, um, please like share with everybody, you know, how they can find you online on your social media and get in touch. Yes, um, I have Instagram and Twitter that I'm very active on, um, and that is at thecarriemartinez. Um, both of them are Twitter and Instagram. Um, I have LinkedIn also. You can find me on there um just Carrie martinez and my website you can connect with me through there and i have facebook um again you can connect with me on there but yeah twitter and instagram are the two big ones and they can email you anybody that wants to get in touch with you can email you at the carrie martinez yes at gmail.com yes the camera oh and the last one we didn't mention we needed to we need to mention and we'll be putting we'll put this out there for everybody um carrie has started a gofundme because we really want to support her and encourage her to continue to do this kind of work so you know we'd really value you know anybody helping to share and or contribute anything that they might be able to uh, to carrie's gofundme so we'll definitely be putting out that information um to and you know we'd love and appreciate anybody that can support her to uh, continue the great work that you're doing yeah that would be really helpful <laughs> Perfect. yeah awesome and that's carrie thank you too. yeah go ahead no i'm just saying yeah that's really helpful thank you <laughs> well no no it's what is that is that www.gofundme.com forward slash carrie researches 
to be set up to help Carrie Martinez continue to do the amazing work that she's doing and grow like the star that she is. Yes. So perfect. Thank you so much for joining us, Carrie. Um, we'll definitely you. look forward to the results. Yes. I'm excited. <laughs> thank you, everybody. And thank you, everybody, for joining us on this episode of the AV Nation Wavecast with D. Carrie Martinez talking about the women and girls in AV study. We hope you join us. And, you know, check out this podcast and all the other great AV Nation podcasts that cover everything in the industry, from marketing to, you know, residential to control systems, you know, and a lot of different specials. And, uh, you know, all the trade shows, you can look at all the videos that you, if you didn't get a chance to go and or, you know, things that you missed. So you can check everything out at www.avnation.tv. So we'll look forward to seeing you again. Thanks and uh, talk to you soon.